Greetings and welcome to Qualified Nonsense. Here at Qualified Nonsense, we tackle the tough questions that you send in with our sage and sound advice. Chocolate or vanilla? Cheddar or Swiss? Daddy or Zaddy? Stick around to find out our thoughts on these questions and more. I'm Jake. I'm Brandon. And I'm Matt. And this is Qualified Nonsense. Qualified Nonsense was created by childhood best friends that didn't want to lose their long-lasting friendship. So we decided to create a podcast doing what we do best, giving you our quote-unquote professional advice on real-world problems and curiosities. In all reality, we hope to connect with you, the listener, and deepen our friendship all around. So let's get to it. Welcome back to another episode. Why don't we get to know our hosts a little bit uh, with a fun fact about one another. Jake... Why don't you go first about uh, with a fun fact? A uh, fun fact. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for having about me yourself, on the show, Brandon. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> about myself. <laughs> Last week, we uh, discussed um, uh, always seeking new a new job or the next thing. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, Matt challenged me to <clears throat> practice what I preach. And I thought about it and I thought, yeah, that's, that's probably a good, good thing to do. So. I'm looking on to the next thing um, by doing two fun facts. One, I started a project management course, which I'm excited about. Hell yeah. Uh, with uh, PMI.org. Um, so they they get you uh, trained up and situated for um, for taking the, you know, whatever the, the, uh, the PMP course. I forget what it's called, but it's basically to say, like, I am a project manager. Um in a in a sort of um what is it like um enterprise level yeah situation anyway so th- i'm working on that and then i also what does um, that mean in in layman's terms sure to be a um, be a seven figures project manager it is um so so basically in the past hundred years or so they they being the industrial complex has realized that when they undergo projects they oftentimes had previously been using um like um organizational management to manage projects um and they wouldn't actually have um people dedicated to manage just the project so you'd have people someone who was managing people um and like doing performance reviews and making sure people are doing their day-to-day jobs and then also piling on projects. And so projects were sort of inefficiently getting done. And in the past hundred years or so, they were like, well, no, actually like being a project manager is a, is a legitimate thing that, you know, in order to efficiently cost, cost effectively and, you know, work efficiently, we need to have a dedicated individual that's, that's specifically spending all of their time, um, coordinating and and show running um, a project, whether it's a you know whether it's a a big project that's that's gonna make or break your your company, or if it's a little project on getting a piece of um, hardware or software produced uh, on time and and make sure all the stakeholders get what they need. So so that's that's the layman ish rambly layman term uh, terms. But yeah, that's what I'm working on. Awesome. And I also uh, made a little promo video for this thing, uh, and I was working on color grading. So, so two things that I'm that I'm trying to chase down. 
thank you, Matt, for challenging me. And uh, that is my fun facts. Brandon, what do Matt, you got for us? Uh, oh, uh, nope, nope, nope. You go. This is this is all you. He's, st- he's stalling. My fun fact is uh, in a previous episode, we mentioned uh, New Orleans being a fun city. Uh, yeah. My fun fact is that I got engaged in New Orleans. Ooh, that's nice. Do you remember where in New Orleans? In, I think it's City Park is the, I'm Googling it now, uh, furiously. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, Sorry, it was in, <laughs> in City Park in a gondola. Actually, a, a fun story about that. Uh, we went on a gondola, a gondola ride in, in the park there. But the guy said um, during Katrina, instead of putting his uh, gondola in storage or whatever, he didn't want it damaged. So he drilled holes in it and like sunk it in their lake thing that they have there so that it wouldn't get any damage. Jesus, that's a interesting. interesting. That's that's yeah. some that's some next level thinking ahead. Did he retrieve he it? Said, like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he pulled it back up and patched the holes and everything, but he said it was easier to do than like have it be bashed around or whatever. <laughs> yeah, interesting. I mean, that's uh, that's pretty wild, huh? Yeah, and uh, that's something I heard uh, like people in um, uh, like Florida and hurricane battered cities will do is like put things that like their patio furniture or whatever in their pools because it won't get blown around or anything that way. <laughs> I mean, that checks out, but it seems so counterintuitive. Yeah, kind of interesting. So Um, if you live in the south or a hurricane prone uh, area, let us know how you keep your valuables safe if you put them underwater. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of Florida, I was talking to my father-in-law about um, this last storm that rolled through Um, and and he was talking about how the, the 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 highest elevation in Florida is something like like forty two feet or something. It's like the whole state is basically at at sea level. And if the and if you get like a swell, if you get um you know a ten or twenty foot or ten or twelve foot swell, which is not uncommon, you're you're getting you're getting way way up there, um, which is just bananas to me. Yeah, it's just like here, right? Uh, so I live in Washington, and we have Long Beach, which is the world's longest beach. Um, I mean, but their their tsunami protocol is just ridiculous. It's like go to the high school, and the high school is literally up a hill. So yeah, if, I mean, hopefully, if, if a su- if a tsunami hits, uh, uh, Long yeah, Beach, it's, it, Long Beach, it's not, it's not. I might, <clears throat> I've got two uncles and an aunt that live on Long Beach. Um, this is a, a sidetrack, but have you ever seen, like, looked up on YouTube or whatever, like, videos of actual tsunamis happening? No. I have. I have. And they're like, they're not, not like that impressive. They're impressive. I think it is. <laughs> like, it's basically just a giant swell of water in, like, all the waterways. It's not like a, you think, like, a giant tidal wave coming, but it's basically everything looks calm. And then all of a sudden, the rivers and everything are overflowing and... Well, that's what Hollywood wants you to think. <laughs> so the the I mean the thing about them is is like there there actually is warnings, and so from I'm, I'm assuming you've seen in the videos that you've watched, Brandon, is there's the the wave goes out, and then the wave keeps going out, and then the wave keeps going out further and further and further and further. You're like, well, where's the tide going? 
and then it starts coming in and it just keeps coming in. Yeah, it's it's not like mm-hmm. right. And what's the biggest tsunami on? It's isn't it like 30 feet or something What's the biggest swell. Or something oh, along know. those lines. <clears throat> but I mean, 30 feet is is not that is not that great. But if it's coming to you that quick, it's I mean, it's impressive. Water water will get wherever it wants to go. That's the that's the beauty of water. If it wants to get there, it it will get there. Water is fantastically uh, dense, also, which is, <clears throat> or, or or rather heavy. I guess I'm I'm thinking. It's also really it. wet. It's wet. It's, it's <laughs> so it's, it's so wet. Actually, that's like, something it's I everywhere. Heard, water water itself is not wet. Uh, water makes things wet. Water water makes things wet. Um, oh boy, yeah, Matt. What's a fun fact? Matt, what's yourself? your fun fact? Wow, You've this is all in long enough. This is the longest, fun longest. Fact yeah, uh, I'm gonna keep mine super, uh, super short and very obscure and really random. But I was going through like the list of things I'm afraid of. Um, <laughs> why would you do that? But okay, go ahead, continue. And somebody, somebody had asked me, like, well, what's like, what's the biggest thing that you're afraid of? And Obviously, like getting cancer is on the top of the list, but like a close number two was uh, getting an ingrown toenail. It's like I'm I'm Matt. That's your biggest I'm, fear. Is yeah, because like I saw my brother, right? More all right. than flying. I get more than every, like more than weeks. flying. No, so I mean, in previous episodes, we talked about Jake getting his hoo-hoo cut. Um, <laughs> And <laughs> I don't think we talked about getting my hoo-hoo cut. Yeah, we did. We talked about you getting a vasectomy, didn't we? Yeah, no, but it was. But it, that's not my hoo-hoo. That's like a little further south. <laughs> oh, sorry. I meant to say hoo-hoo's. Yo, hoo-hoo's. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. Apo- Please continue. Apostrophe S. Um, I just have a really like. <laughs> I just have a really obscure things of uh, things that I'm afraid of. And I hope to God that I never have to have a toenail removed one day for ingrownness. Uh, I've got a, I've got a story about that. Um, my uh, cousin, um, he had an ingrown toenail and Gross. and they were going to get it operated on. And, um, and the doctor went in and, and put a, put, put a shot in his toe and it was in his big toe, put a shot in his toe <clears throat> and, uh, and, and they're like, can you feel that? And he's like, I felt a little bit on that side. And he, and he put the needle needle in again to give him another shot. And it and it went out the other side. Oh my and it god! It out. And and he's and he's looking at it. He goes, um, uh, you uh, you went through my toe. And the guy's like, oh god, sorry. He's like, well, at least you didn't feel it. Jesus he's like, Christ! Well, it's work. It's working, I guess. Yeah. I, uh... No, like my my brother had one when I was growing up, and like I. Oh God! Nope. I want to avoid that situation as much as possible. I, uh, toenails are also dumb. Like we don't need toenails for anything. True. I, uh, I I worked at a beer distributor, and when I worked there, I dropped a half barrel keg on my toe. Good Ooh. God! And Ooh. I uh, I I mean it hurt, but I could still walk and fine and everything and. Uh, so I didn't man. go to the doctor. I didn't go to the doctor about it, but it did get like black and blue. 
and I pretty I'm I'm positive I broke my toe because now I can't bend it at all. But uh, <laughs> but what the uh, the to- I was going to say that's did- diabetes, but you know <laughs> whatever the toenail did come off of it. Good God! It just like it it fell off. Well, it was like loose, and then I just kind of like like pulled it out. <laughs> Well, like a kid's tooth. I literally just pulled a bunch of people. I literally just pulled a tooth out of my kid's face last night. The front tooth. She lost her front tooth, and I was just like, I was just like, oh, like you can't see my face. But this was that her first one or fifth? Her fifth one. Her fifth one. She like you. You know the um, Oscar still has all his. Okay, so this is hitting your kids more. Oh jeez. This is this is a thing. I ran into another parent that's like, oh, we haven't lost any teeth yet. And I was like, wow, okay. Huh. I'm pretty sure you're supposed to by now. But uh so she's lost four on the bottom, and this is her first one on the top. But it was so loose that we were brushing our teeth and we were flossing before bed, and I just grabbed it and I was like, hmm. In the back of my mind, I'm thinking, I don't want this to fall out while you're sleeping and you choke on it. So I grab it and I give it a little clockwise. Uh, and I, you know, like, do you guys remember when you had your teeth come out and you could feel the pops yeah. like yeah, yeah, the, yeah. or the rips? And I was like, Ooh, yeah, the rips. Oh, yeah. man. And I saw the blood start to come on the uh-huh. roof of her mouth and I flicked it again and it was just dangling there. So I gripped it again. And she's like, oh, you got it. And I'm looking at her mouth like, oh, God, I got it. <laughs> and she leans over and she just spits like the biggest loogie <laughs> of blood. And I was like, wait, stay there. I have to go down and get you a glass of water so you can swish. And then like, I struggle with like graphic images. That's like, what I was going to say. Did you make it down the stairs? Okay. <laughs> I was like, Matt, don't pass out. Don't pass out. Don't pass out. And that's why I had to leave the bathroom. I was like, oh shit, there's uh there's no glasses of water up here. Yeah. I need to uh, <laughs> check on something. But yeah, <laughs> I like, I, as a, as a kid, I remember, I remember losing teeth, but I don't remember like, I mean, she's, yeah, she's got holes in her mouth. So she's going to be like, I want the hippopotamus for Christmas, <laughs> oh, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, that's funny. yeah. Anyway, I, I have zero segues for this. So if we need to take a break, whatever. <laughs> nice. That was a good segue. That was really, <laughs> that was really solid. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Well, like w- Matt's children's teeth. Why don't we get lost and take a break? <laughs> <laughs> all right welcome back if you'd like your question comment or suggestion possibly read on the show drop us a line at qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or write to us on our socials our first question comes from adam y in minneapolis adam writes Hey, QN, long time, first time. Me and my friends are all approaching the big 4-0 and have recently been reflecting on life goals we've met and wondered if I would have done X, what would my life look like now? Do you guys have anything you look back on and are either proud of or wonder if things would have turned out different if you would have done that one thing? Thanks. 
Um, this is uh, fun. Uh, you know, we we always enjoy these thought experiments, and when we're not recording, we we sling these back and forth to each other. Um, so it's it's fun to sort of pontificate on. Um, for myself, it's really tough, and this is kind of cheesy, but I've you know I've got a whole family now, and there were very specific. Um, instances that occurred for me to be where I am now with um, my partner and my boys. And so it, it's tough to reflect on things and be like, oh, I wish I would have done something different because those specific, those big moments that I can think of would lead me down a an alternate path than my family, which I wouldn't want to do. So in for the sake of being uh, more interesting, um, I'm going to, I'm going to say provided that I also still have my, my partner and my family. Um, I was in, I, I started to go to, to, started to take classes and I took a test flight to be a pilot, um, rather than going down the acting route. And so I wanted to be a pilot and I do wonder sometimes, um, had I been a pilot, like what sort of life would I be living? Um, you know, how many places would I have been? Um, and, uh, and, you know, and, and I, and like, it, it, if I had been able to fly planes, like how cool would that be to be able to just be a pilot? I could fly Matt around in this private jet that he gets. Well, what's the, <laughs> like, I, I guess like the devil's advocate here is what's stopping you. What's stopping me now? Yeah. Oh, uh, finances. There is a pilot <laughs> shortage right now, a commercial pilot shortage. So I, I hear yeah, Alaska I mean, Airlines is looking for quite a few. Um, yeah, I mean, the problem the problem with piloting, like, it, it no longer really interests me, to be honest. Um, uh, I, I think it would be fun to do, but it's not um, a serious passion right now. Um, but I was just thinking in, you know, in in line with the question, there was a time where I was very specific. Like I got, I got accepted to Embry Riddle in Florida to do. I remember, I remember that. School. I just don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know the. I don't think that we ever got the story as to what what happened with that. Well, I just realized that you know I was just going to be like a really great actor <clears throat> one day, and um, and so I went to um, I went to be an apprentice at in at, in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, where I met Anna and a bunch of my, you know, um, my East close, East coast close friends. Um, so, um, I think I, you know, I think I won, um, anyway, I, I didn't, I didn't become an actor, but that's okay because I, I, I think I have my own, you know, reservations about acting as a, as a thing. Um, now anyway, but the, that's what regardless, does, right? you still won an Oscar. I did win an Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That might, Wait, it, is that why you so named your, is that why you named an Oscar? It, it, it sure isn't, but you know what? Okay. My, my aunt, <laughs> I don't even know aunt, I, if you don't want your kid's name out on the podcast. I mean, I can no, I, I've, I've said his name before. He'll edit that out. Okay. Not. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> what's funny about that though, that you mentioned that my aunt, asked my parents if when we named Oscar his name did she was like oh did they just realize that they were never going to get their own so or they were never going to get one so they Jesus named... Christ I was like ah, savage <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, brutal. A, that's a sick burn <laughs> yes yeah, and she burn. didn't even give it to you she had to give it to your oh man did your mom like <laughs> backhand her 
no, I, I, I think my parents have known for a long time that I wasn't going to be an actor, which, which I think is fine. I, I think, um, if they're listening, it makes Hi, sense Mom, Pop. your other son is named Tony. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I just think it's, it's, I mean, this isn't what the question's about, but acting is just a really strange thing. And I, and we talked about it when, you know, a few episodes ago, we were talking about um, someone wanting their kid to get involved with commercials. And it's just like the whole, the whole ecosystem is very bizarre. And uh, like a lot of um, sort of high paying privileged jobs, you have to have so much um, time and money and expendable time and expendable income to be able to, to be able to, um, you know, put the time and focus into it. And with acting specifically, like you don't get paid to, to hone your craft or whatever, or to make connections. Like you can't, there, there's not really good ways to get paid. There's good ways to get experience and to become a better actor, but that doesn't mean you become a successful actor. Really, there's there. I know some really, really, really fantastic actors that work for large corporations that that they do not act. They're 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 fantastic actors, but they're not they're they're not in the business of acting. They're not good at, or they were unsuccessful, or they were unlucky in the business of acting. But that's about acting. That's something that I did do and I failed at, or I didn't fail at, but like I didn't continue doing. Um, but I think about being a pilot sometimes because I I you know flying is a kick. I, I disagree with uh, with Matt about this because I'm you know but but I I really enjoy flying and I'm what I guess I'm lucky the, in that like a a hobby like taking um, flying lessons for fun yeah that, actually that, we that, we graduated with a guy do you guys remember uh, Dust Dustin Lamance Dusty Lamance yeah uh-huh. so he um he now has like his his life took its own journey um but he now is a commercial grower in the, in the cannabis world, but he just like discovered, Hey man. And he has kids. He's a single father actually. Um, and he went and got his pilot license and he's been graduating up and I've actually been chatting with him a little bit. Um, in high school, we didn't necessarily see eye to eye on a bunch of things, but it's funny how people grow up. Uh, but he actually went through and he's now doing, like he can fly private jets, Cessnas, and uh, he can fly the small, like the prop uh, Horizon, like, you know what I'm talking about? Like the yeah, Horizon. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. He can fly mm-hmm. those commercially if he wanted to. Nice. And it was just one of those things that he set his mind to. And he's like, hey, you know, I want to do this. I really, I, I, I wholeheartedly commend him for that, you know, taking that time. Yeah, no, I, I think that's, I think that's great. I, that's what I think is fun about this question is that you get a chance to reflect on things like decisions that you've made, but also um, it's, I think it's healthy to reflect on um, both decisions and uh, that you made and choices that were presented to you um, and uh, like, see how you've grown, see how, how you've um, your priorities have changed. And, and so for piloting for me, I think that would be really fun, but among the things that I would like to achieve right now with my house and my family and the amount of traveling that I, um, would like to do for, you know, going out to the Pacific Northwest, like all of that takes money, all of that takes time. And, um, 
and it and it just like it's you know where the priorities are right now. I think at some point I would like to take piloting lessons, but it's probably pretty far down the line because there's there's other things that that interest me more or uh, that require more of my priority. Uh, what about you guys? I've been rambling just, on well, about piloting for ages. Just, just to rewind, I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on something you you said because I know that uh, our parents do listen to this to a certain degree, and you you said you know I think my parents realized that I'm not gonna be an actor, and my I, I know for a fact my parents realized that I wasn't gonna be an actor. Brandon, I don't know about your parents, but I I think there's something to be said, and we give our parents proper shout outs to you know. My parents, I was gracious enough to, fortunate enough to have my parents live in town for when I thought I wanted to be an actor. And really, at the end of the day, I just wanted to follow my brother. But like, Jake, you lived 15 miles up the mountain. Brandon, not too far from that. But our parents would like sacrifice their time to come pick us up from rehearsals, to pick us up from, uh, you know, set construction on Saturdays, because all we all ever wanted to do was sit there. So I think there is something to be said for like, Thank you, parents, for first of all allowing us oh, to at least follow absolutely. what to, to follow what we thought was going to be our dreams. Yeah, and and actually, like that's I'm glad you said that because I think there's a big difference between um, the support that I felt for that versus what the end outcome suspicions were. Um, just based on conversations that I've had with my folks, the um. I, it was either the lack of commitment on my side or the lukewarmness, the, the, the way I approached, um, you know, a couple of the auditions that I went on that, that ultimately I've, I didn't find joy in. And I think they were just suspicious of, um, of either my heart not being into it or my, you know, again, my priorities may have shifted, but I think they were aware of it as parents are. I mean, I think, you know, well, it's, Im- it's important to also know that. that it's it's a it was a new world for both of our like all of our parents, right? My parents were blue collar. Hey, get a job at eighteen and stay there until you're done. Jake, I mean, I, I think all of our parents were relatively the same way. You know, like it was just like you want to be a what, and how do you make money doing that kind of thing? But yeah. you know what? At the end of the day, our parents said, "Are you happy?" And I could only hope to be that parent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 that is something that I've learned from my folks and I'm really happy about is that there is, there is importance in support and, um, and, and a, a lot of times support is the, is the biggest thing that you can provide. And, and I'm grateful, uh, for the support that I've gotten. Yeah. We don't have to talk about piloting or acting anymore if you guys don't want to. Well, let's well, go to uh, Brandon. And say that I I never wanted to be an actor. I just did that in high school because that's what my friends were doing, and uh, it was fun. Um, but professionally, I didn't have any aspirations to <laughs> to act. <laughs> um, I don't know. Th- this is uh, this kind of goes to um, we had a question a couple episodes ago about regrets in life and this feels yeah. really similar to that and i i kind of i kind of feel like thinking this way is sort of regressive thing i mean it's 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 kind of a it can be a fun thought experiment you know thinking like oh well what if i you know 
what if I won the lottery? What if I, you know, were the CEO of a fortune 500 or whatever, you know, um, things like that. But I, as far as my life goes, I have made a lot of mistakes and there are things, um, I'm very content with my life right now. Uh, and I don't think, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm really happy with my life and I, I don't, um, I, I think if I were to, let's say if I were to marry a previous girlfriend, uh, a long time ago before I met my current wife, like I would probably be divorced by now. Uh, (laughs) uh, You know, like uh, I I do kind of, I don't know, this might get kind of um, metaphysical or whatever, but I do kind of feel like things happen for a reason to a degree. And uh, we're, kind of meant to have the lives that we have. And if you're happy with that, great. If not, you know, I, you can change it, but I, I I don't know. I, 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 I don't think that there's like a one thing in my life that I would, um, think that would like change the trajectory of my life as it exists right now that, that I would want to change. So you're like the Snickers commercials, no regrets. Sure. <laughs> but, yeah. A simplification. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, there, there is, you know, uh, we, we, we talked, <clears throat> excuse me. We talked about that uh, a few episodes, like Brandon was saying that um, if you live in the past, obviously that's not good. That's a, that's a cliche, but, um, but it's really easy to do. And it's really tempting to do. Um, I'm wondering, Brandon, the, uh, <clears throat> Does because uh, we're also approaching forty. Does uh, forty as a number have a have any sort of significance to you, or as a milestone, does it um, elicit anything in particular? I think the the only thing that I I do as far as like life accomplishments, jobs, stuff like that 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 stuff doesn't really. Uh, I I don't really think about that in terms of age, but because there there are a ton of examples of people being successful later in life, or you know, like Rodney Dangerfield didn't like become a successful stand-up comedian until he was like fifty, or you know, stuff like that. But um, the the thing I do it does kind of creep into my mind as far as age goes is health, like. Uh, you know, I don't want to die when I'm 60, so I should probably start taking better care of my, myself. So that kind of thing uh, creeps into my head. Yeah. But as far as like jobs or whatever, yeah, that, that stuff doesn't really bother me. Matt, what say you? Uh, I mean, I guess I'm kind of the opposite of of Brandon and, and somewhat, uh, you Jake is, uh, I, I do agree to us to a certain point, everything in your life happens for a reason. And you've, you've set yourself up to, to be in the position that you're in. But, um, at, 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 
as a result of the human experience, I, I really enjoy reflection and appreciation for things good or bad that have happened to you um, as a result of a growing experience or a learning experience or something just to simply reflect on and say, like, I'm really, I'm super grateful that I had that moment. Um, do I think that there were, there's times I look back and say, you know, um, do I wish I would have bet on myself earlier or do I wish I would have stayed at the corporate job that I had and just like had been safe and invested in my retirement or what's like, what's ultimately happy. What makes you happy? Um, and for me, I, I think I would kick myself if I would look back and say I had any regrets about either taking a risk on myself or exploring true happiness for whatever that may be at the time. And so, yes, I, I look back with, um, reverence and I, I do enjoy the, I do enjoy the past, um, again, be it good or bad, but I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at now. I have a beautiful family. Um, they believe in me and yeah, that's, that's about all I could ask for. And I have, I have a fantastic, uh, core group of friends and I don't and a think... wildly successful podcast. Well, yeah. <laughs> Which has yield, yielded sexual <laughs> intrigue from many, most, if not. Yeah. I mean, we get so many comments on our Instagram. Like, do you love this? DM me for more. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, <laughs> guys, we're going to be we, we, we're stupid to not explore this. <laughs> anyway, that's all to take a, a serious, heartfelt moment and say, how about D's? <laughs> Goblin D's. <sighs> Imagine dragons. <laughs> uh, all right adam, well adam adam i i hope your your 40th comes and goes with ease and also what are you doing for your 40th guys what do you wait wait wait, wait. before we move on quick lightning round jake what do you want to do for your 40th does it mean anything to you it doesn't mean anything to me Huff god pain. damn it huff pain. surrounded by my oh, family no, on I'm my just... deathbed <laughs> God right. damn it. <laughs> no, no, no. Can't win. Um no, I uh I, my 40th. When is that? Uh, a couple years. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe uh maybe be in Mexico. Yeah, like drag drag people down to Mexico. Let's do it. Okay. You heard it here. Hey, folks, you heard it here first. We're going it's March 6th, right? Yep, everyone's invited. All right. Brandon happens to be younger than uh, me and Jake, so he's got one year to catch up. No, because uh, I, 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 I was born the same year as you guys. <laughs> Wait, why? Were... <laughs> I thought you were younger than us. Oh, well, no, it's just I, I you, am by a few you... months, but I was born in 1985. Shut up, kid. <laughs> <laughs> fucking poser just um, a little whippersnapper <laughs> i'm the same age as you guys literally <laughs> yeah okay okay sure champ 
Sure, there, big guy. And everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brandon. What do you want to do for your fortieth then? Since you think you're as old as we are, <laughs> get a fake ID. And, uh, <laughs> I want to drink this beer. I heard they added more hops. <laughs> um, oh my god! I don't know. I, it just hang out with friends and family i don't i don't know uh, Lame. Have a good time that's what a kid would say <laughs> be excellent to each other uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks jerry springer <laughs> be good to each other and it's you and yourself um Matt. my wife my wife just my uh wife. just celebrated her 40th and uh she went down with two of her other friends one who also celebrated her 40th to vegas and I think it's no secret amongst our group of friends and perhaps this podcast that I love Vegas. So I'm going to say, let's go to Vegas. A few moments later. Our next question comes to us from Shannon B of Phoenix, Arizona. Shannon writes, Hey QN with this, uh, with the holiday season just around the corner, do you have any unique family traditions? I grew up in a very average household and always wanted to change up slash add new traditions. Me and my husband are expecting our first child, and I'd like to establish some of our own. Thanks, QN. And thank you, thanks. Shannon. Thanks for writing in, Shannon. I think this is our te- your... technically our Thanksgiving episode. So Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I thought I'd be really zany and wild. Me and Anna, um, we decided to have, um, a 26 week premature baby on Thanksgiving one year. And we were like, oh, tradition. <laughs> That's right. So, Oscar's premium uh, on Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. Micro premium. He was, he was, he was two pounds. He came out two and a half pounds and then he, or just under two and a half pounds. And then he. And then he lost water weight, so he was a he was a mere two pounds. Uh, his um, his whole hand could fit around the end of my pinky. Pretty wild, um, but that's not a real tradition. That's just a fun fact about my kid. Um, uh, well, well, I don't you know. I mean, holiday, holiday time. Premies we didn't continue having <laughs> premies every year. <laughs> okay. That was see, that that seemed unsustainable. Um, for everyone um my my mom's birthday falls on christmas um so so we um we we always separated out into into like chunks or like the first like the beginning part was like christmas time and the evening time was uh my mom's birthday as best as we could and that was always really fun uh growing up uh, and I did take a peek at this question before we started because um, Ann and I were like, yeah, we should start our own traditions. But I don't know that we have any sort of like, you know, wild zany traditions of our own for the holiday time. But we I mean, we really ought to. That'd be that'd be that seems cool. We we have a couple here in our household. Um, so at, at Christmas, we used to always go down to my grandparents house, my mom's side on Christmas Eve and we would celebrate it down there and they would do taco soup and potato soup. And that's where we would do all the uh, present opening. And then on Christmas day, 
we would uh, spend it with our family in the morning, do our family presents, and then we'd go to my grandma and grandpa's house on my dad's side. And I I love that side to death. However, they cook some of the most disgusting food on that day, <laughs> on, on that day. And they did chicken and dumplings on Christmas. But what I loved about my grandma and grandpa on that side is that they spent so much time in New Mexico and they would make these stacked enchiladas and they were very like, it was a special occasion kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So when they passed, what we decided to do here, um, you know, when I became an adult and an established family, I am not a fan of turkey. I'm not a fan of like the Christmas ham or whatever, like Christmas ham's fine, whatever. But I don't like to do just the things because that's what they're done. So on Christmas, we do stacked enchiladas at our house. And Let's go. I like that. We've just we've just been doing that ever since we we lived here. And I, I, I absolutely love it. And what uh, what do you how do you tell t- walk me through these enchiladas? Tell me about them. OK, so you get two um, two small cast irons enough for a corn tortilla. Right. And one is filled with oil and one's filled with enchilada sauce. You give it a flash a flash boil in the in the oil. You dip it in the enchilada sauce. That's that's your base layer. Then you add your meat, your veggies, whatever you want. Put another layer on top and stack it as high as you really want to go. So wait, you're talking about you're talking about lasagna, but from Mexico. God damn it, Jake. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? That sounds yeah. awesome. I'm here yeah. for it. I'm they're, here for it. They're they're incha- they, yes, they're gringo enchiladas, but they're not like they're not crispy. They're still wet. Everything is still like No, that sounds fantastic. And you you have no complaints from me. That sounds that sounds excellent. I want one Every, now. Yeah. very similar sounds very similar to a dish I make regularly. But everything is uh soggy and wet and you do it at uh holiday time where you have 15 people in your house and your plumbing's not ready. So, let's go. <laughs> Wait, soggy, wet, not ready, plumbing. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's you know, that's me in a nutshell. We'll call that a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Anyway, that's really like the only wild, crazy, uh, like holiday tradition that we have. Is I don't like to do traditional meals. I uh, we haven't really figured anything out for Thanksgiving, but like turkey doesn't cut it for me we we deep fried a turkey when we first moved in and that's probably the best turkey i've ever had but it was 50 bucks worth of oil just Mm -hmm. to do it oh yeah and then you gotta get rid of that oil oh no we reused it like 15 times (laughs) yeah it's seriously deep frying a turkey is fun to try at least once yeah oh it was it was that that was the best turkey i ever had but i don't really want to do it again yeah and my wife's side of the family are all Scottish. Like her dad is still a citizen. So, oh, you know what we did last year? Yeah, no, last year um, we actually found a butcher in Detroit that makes the the acclaimed most realistic haggis. You uh, told me about that. Yeah, yeah, I remember you saying that. So we still have one because we bought one of each. So there's a blood sausage that we got and uh, a haggis. What do you mean you still have one? So they cut. They came. They come vacuum sealed from a oh. butcher. So we bought two. Okay. We bought two of each. So we still have a haggis and we still have a blood sausage. Is that going to be we a did. tradition? I'd like to. The blood. The blood sausage is awesome. 
Interesting. So blood sausage sausage is one of those things that I really enjoy the thought of, but it's uh, and and I and like I'll always try it if it's on a plate, <clears throat> but I don't know that I would ever order it because it's a bit much for me. And I and I eat most things. Like I don't I don't have a very big list of things that I won't eat. In in um, what capacity is it is it much? irony like i think it's just too bloody like i think the blood the blood taste fair sort of gets to me fair um but that i'm but i'm interested because you don't have i would say uh, you know by and by and large i eat more uh a, a, a larger variety of things than you do based on your previous descriptions of your palate but you you enjoy blood sausage i do interesting yeah I'm a carnivore through and through. Through and through. Oh, what, speaking uh, of carnivore. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, what exactly is blood sausage? What what defines that or it's I mean it's blood, right? Yeah, it's it's predominantly blood, but it's has a little blood. bit of fat fat mixed isn't, into isn't it. Isn't it like black pudding? Uh, yes. Black pudding yep. is same thing, is blood same thing. sausage. Black pudding is like a nicer way to but say don't the, it. Don't the British call like everything pudding? Like, it's like, oh, this is a hen pudding. Oh, this is a, or whatever. Like, it feels like <laughs> there's like so many things that are pudding. To, that is exactly like how I've they sound. The British like way too much on this show. But. Fuck you to our British <laughs> listeners. No, no. <laughs> listen, there's a guy named Luke who listens. Don't, fuck you. Don't, I mean, you know, in a nice way. I have way. to say that because my wife is Scottish. I have to say that. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I'm conflicted. Yeah, yeah, Luke, fucking lay off the Scots and also the Irish too. I mean, they're their own, they're their own thing now. But have fun with your still. new king for a year. Oh Jesus! Um, <laughs> uh, pudding in England, listeners, Luke, correct us if we're wrong. Um, but pudding is the um, is the title of the of what we call dessert so if you um like having something for pudding would be having something for dessert so is blood pudding a dessert no well you got me that just debunked me <laughs> like like first first thing you said so i don't know what to tell you i think i think among the definitions pudding is dessert but you won't believe what they call cigarettes over there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can't take you anywhere. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Um, my family doesn't really. I mean, we 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 just have kind of big get-togethers. We used to. Uh, when I was a kid for Thanksgiving and Christmas, um, at least on my mom's side of the family, because there were my mom uh, is one of eight siblings. And so I have a lot of aunts and uncles and cousins. And uh, because of that, to facilitate that, we would rent out uh, Grange Hall in uh, the Orient Grange Hall. If you, you guys know where that is. But uh, really, yeah. you can't say that word anymore. I didn't know that. I know. No, uh, well, you, oh, that's the name of the road. Um, <laughs> uh, Jesus. That's where I used to have 4-H meetings. Oh, really? 
Yep. That's where we Orient. used to have Thanksgiving and Christmas when I was a kid. <laughs> uh, but um, uh, and then on my dad's <laughs> side, we for Christmas we would always go over to my grandparents' house. Um, but as far as like recipes, things like that, we don't really. Yeah, we we we're not too too. I mean, we just cook the the normal stuff. You know, your your blood pudding and your. Uh, black pudding and your enchiladas on christmas your 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 various puddings uh pudding Um, everybody we would have the ham pudding the turkey pudding as Uh, far as cook as far as cooking goes um a a tradition that i would like to take up that i have not yet but my my grandma my mom's side and my mom make a mean cheesecake but yes my mom makes a, a just a just a savage savage uh cheesecake so good but but and and actually she made you know she made it for her birthday which is backwards but on her own birthday i feel like we would be remiss if we didn't uh at least plot out some of the other traditions that we know our, our friend of podcast ryan his family oh, right. yeah. uh they theme their years so I think there has been Disney themed Christmases. There has been New Orleans or what? Yeah. Creole. Creole. Brandon, you would know better than we would. I think I think Ryan got them to do a Die Hard. Uh, oh, yeah. One, one year. That's badass. That's um, the kind of things that would still be fun. I would. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Creole, I know it, it's not related to thanksgiving or christmas but a a tradition that some neighbors of ours did every year that i really liked that i've been trying to convince my wife to do is a crawfish boil yeah well because they they were both from louisiana and uh our our old neighbors and um they would invite that was really fun uh crawfish boil where they would boil up you, they would have it flown in from New Orleans and have, uh, you know, hundreds of pounds or whatever of crawfish uh, cooked with potatoes and corn and sausage. And then they would spread it out on, you know, they got that holy trinity, and... dude. <laughs> uh, the, so could we still have crawfish boils here and call them like crawdaddy boils? Cause that's like crawdaddy boils. That's what that's what they're called here. Crawdaddies, right? That's what we called oh, them. Crawdads. Crawdads. You okay. added the daddy. That's uh, just from that from that sexy intro. Yeah, that, that was the, that was the intro. Crawzaddy boils. Crawzaddy. <laughs> <laughs> Mud bugs. But they're like flo- they're flown all the way in from Mining Park in Sandy, Oregon. Ooh. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, the crawfish here are really small. They're because yeah. they're cold water, but and contaminated probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, 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 I've been trying to talk Krisha into doing that. That I, I, I like that. My, we should. Do you remember folks... the the year that the um, they? I remember one year that we went. That was after Katrina, and they couldn't get uh, crawfish, but they got blue crabs instead. Do you remember that? Yeah, those are, crabs no. are a big thing. Those are delicious. Oh. Mm. Um, crabs, crabs on this coast are uh, different. 
they're, they're, they eat them. But speaking of crabs, my my folks just got back from their <clears throat> annual uh, crab. No, Matthew, I what is it? you guys are dreadful, <laughs> dreadful. They just got back from a crabbing uh, expedition, and where they caught Dungeness crabs, Matt. And uh, I got some pictures, and it's uh, they got some some huge ones. <laughs> the crabbing, um, the crabbing out here is uh, is intense for sure. I remember going out. We have a friend of the family, and they have uh, they have a house in Newport, and we went out in the bay out there, and it was like four. It felt like four in the morning. It was probably like just six or something. Six, yeah. But uh, we went out and everything was done by noon and that was incredible yeah and you get delicious shannon hopefully these things have uh helped you out and why don't you figure out what your family likes what's unique to your family and just and and yeah i mean and and this tradition this question has inspired me to come up with something fun so ann and i are going to be noodling some some good ideas to to bring on new tradition tradition with that why don't we take our traditional break And welcome back from break. We're going to go into the lightning round. This is where we ask each... Uh, this, is where we, this is where we ask each of us three questions, and we spend one to two minutes uh, or less on each question. So, but usually we'll lead off more. With, but usually more. Brandon, favorite adult beverage? Uh, to quote uh, current sitting supreme court justice i like beer fair enough style uh whatever's cold and on sale (laughs) is that also a supreme court justice (laughs) no um (laughs) no i i mean i i uh i think my favorite is uh are are the the ipas although i've noticed as i've gotten older i kind of like lighter styles loggers pilsners and such nice jacob i also enjoy a beer although when i read this i was thinking um for whatever reason i was thinking cocktails and i really like a negroni Ooh, yeah that's big yeah or an americano because i'm a little bit of a lightweight which is a Negroni, except for with uh, sparkling water instead of the gin. So it's much less alcoholic. Yeah, nice. Awesome. Matthew? I'm going to go with, uh, as much time as I spent in the beer industry, I'm going to go with uh, just a old-fashioned. I, uh, mm. There's so many different variations on it that uh, I like exploring each establishment and how they put their own twist on it. But... So Don't you're making it. You're, you're making it at, at home. What? How do you? How do you make it? Oh, just your standard, very, very basic, old fashioned. 
Um, but there's one, like, for example, in downtown Vancouver, they smoke uh, the glass on a whiskey stave. They have a stave that's splayed out and they. Oh, a whiskey stave. I, I yeah. haven't heard that. That's cool. They, I've heard uh, cinnamon, but yeah. No, they, they have a stave out on the bar uh, from a barrel and they they light it on fire and they put the glass over it and they smoke the glass while everything else is being mixed. It's pretty cool. But I know those look really cool. Do they actually add taste? Uh, depends. Okay. I think it's, that's fair uh, to me, to my, to my palate. It's, uh, it's dependent on ingredients, but yeah, that's neither here nor there. Uh, Jake. Yes. What does your perfect vacation look like? Oh, man. Perfect vacation. I think it, it has evolved now with uh, kids and with a forever girlfriend. Um, I, I would want to go somewhere that was like resorty and all inclusive. So you don't have to deal with the bullshit. Um, like somewhere like the only places that I've been to that are like that are in like Mazatlan or Puerta Vallarta and I love Mexico. So, so an all inclusive place on the beach there. Boom. Done. Send Solid. It. Brandon. Perfect vacation. Somewhere walkable, historic, lots of museums, lots of good restaurants. Have you been to Astoria, Oregon? I have. And that has a lot of those things. <laughs> uh Brandon, when you when you visited New York, we did a, a bit of that. We went to like mm-hmm. old ass bars and went to the um yeah. 9-11 location and um the natural like, history uh, museum was pretty incredible. Yeah. I, I like uh yeah, we went to that. Um yeah, I, I, I really like um learning stuff on vacation. Nice. Nice. Matt? I think for me, it's going to be with kids. It's going to be going to uh, whatever amusement park has the longest lines and standing in them and buying (laughs) the the most expensive treats Mm -hmm. that you can possibly find Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. your kids to only eat a quarter of them. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. at that point, they decide that they need to use the bathroom. And Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. it's always an emergency. And one of them shits their pants. And then you just kind of like live out the rest of your day. That's this that's is your heaven. perfect vacation. That's heaven. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I think I think I'm on the same wavelength as Jake of. Uh, Kara and I have done adults only all inclusive twice at the very same resort that we honeymooned at. Um, so we honeymooned there and then we went back there for our one year anniversary uh, just because we liked it so much. But the all inclusive thing is I I mean, the older I get, the less um, the less the more fussy I am. So if you can take all the fuss out. Easy peasy. Yeah, I was trying I was trying to look up. There's a uh, Caribbean island that um, some <clears throat> a couple that that are were friends with went to. And I Hito can't too. the name of <laughs> the uh hedonism too is that what you're talking about no but pleasures or whatever it's called (laughs) no no um no just like going to an all-inclusive place in the caribbean that sounds nice i would like to go to the maldives at some point 
Uh, but I mean, that's like the longest trip that we could possibly take living where we live. It takes like yeah. a day, a full day and a half of flying to get there. And, but to like sit in a cabin that's on the water and you just like literally walk out and jump in crystal clear blue water. sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, That'd be wild. I do miss those trips. I would take with my friend, Jeff Epstein to a uh, little St. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> So next week you'll <laughs> you'll find that there's one fewer hosts. Uh... <laughs> oh no! Don't cancel me. <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh no! Well, on that note, Brandon, worst food you've ever eaten? Ooh, Jeffrey Epstein's. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I will say. Um, I don't know if this is the worst food I've ever eaten, but it, it's the first thing that comes to mind. And pizza, I feel as a dish, you know, there's no such thing as bad pizza, except for this one place that <laughs> I think, Matt, you and I went to on Swan Island and got pizza. And it was the worst pizza I've ever had in my life. And it was or do, do you remember what I'm talking about? I do. I do remember. Yeah. You, neither you uh, or I finished pizza it. Place on Swan Island. <laughs> no, hopefully not anymore. Jake. <laughs> oh man, um, the worst food the the, the uh, uh, specific restaurant. Now I should say I really enjoy Greek food. However, this establishment that I got food from was uh, run by the the Greek mob in uh, Astoria, and it was. We've talked about mobs before on this podcast. Friend, for, for, we're mob friendly, but um, they uh, that was also clearly a front, um, because the food was terrible. But I, I had um, just like a really yeah. Uh, how about you insult it like... them more and then <laughs> <laughs> listen? No, no, no. They're not serving food like that and being like, "Hey, no," but for seriously, it's it's actually it's actually good. Um, they knew what they were doing. They don't want people coming back because they don't want to actually feed people. Um, the uh, the pasta I had was so incredibly al dente. It was just like, not, it was like crunchy. I, I And it was like the most basic canned sauce. And it was like a $23 dish. And I was like, oh, I see what's happening here. <clears throat> uh, that was the worst food I've ever had. Nice. Matt? I'm going to say it wasn't the worst food, but it was the worst dining experience that I had. Uh, and that was at B&J's Brewery on Swan Island. And I ordered a burger and it was a cheeseburger. And it came and I took a bite and I was like, that's weird. It's kind of like pulling. And I took another bite and I like rotated it. And they had left all of the wax paper on not just the cheese, but the the beef patty. And I think I was with oh you, Brandon. God. It was like Phil was there and Ryan, and uh, like you guys Island? were just like, Pff. no, on Jansen Beach, Jansen Beach. Oh, BJ's. Yeah, B and J's Bar and Grill. Isn't it just BJ's? BJ's? What, whatever. It was that bad that I forgot the name. Um, Blowies. Oh, I <laughs> I never forget a BJ. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was just one of those, like, you guys, you guys were flabbergasted, like, how upset I was. And I was like, well, I'm just going to stand up and leave. And I did. 
You're like, you're not going to pay for that. You're going to get in trouble. I was like, fuck them. They tried to put wax paper all over my shit. So it wasn't the worst meal, but uh, it was the worst customer service experience I think I've ever had. Mm -hmm. One of. I provided someone with the worst customer service experience that they had ever had. And I'm good. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure of it. Did they it was just it? me being like a bad server. I was like new and, and overwhelmed. And so I, yeah, I, 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 it was such a bad experience for them that at the very end, they're like, we just want to pay and leave. <laughs> and they gave, and they gave me the card and I went and I, was trying to multitask and I lost <laughs> and I lost their card and I brought back someone else's card and they're like, is this a joke? Are there fucking cameras somewhere? And I, and I was just like sweating bullets and I was like, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and the manager had to comp it. It was the most, it was one of the most humiliating uh, moments of, um, of my professional career. But um, that <laughs> was a, th- that was the worst dining experience that, that I provided someone else. Was this also at the mob restaurant? Uh, no, well, it was, no, this is a different restaurant. It was involved with the mob, but it wasn't the, <laughs> not every mom. restaurant is owned by the mafia, Jake. <laughs> That's true. However, That's in racist. New York, most of them are, uh, in some way involved with organized crime. Not everything is like the movies, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, boys, is uh, that an episode? <laughs> oh, oh, well, boys. <laughs> yeah, let's, wrap. let's wrap it up. Let's let's put this one down already. Let's wrap well, this one up uh, like Jake doesn't have to. From our hey. family. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Are you thankful Happy for the family you have? One and all. Yeah, what are you thankful for? <laughs> well, something we are thankful for is thank you for listening. Don't forget Ooh, to yeah. rate, review, share, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your pod, or your podcast app of choice. Send your advice questions to qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials, qualified underscore nonsense on Instagram and TikTok or at QN Podcast on Twitter. Music provided by Ace. Special thanks to Shannon and Adam. Uh, for this week's questions. We'll see you back here next Wednesday for another brand new episode of Qualified Nonsense. Quick question. Do you guys listen to us on Mordy's? Mordy's? Mordy's nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye.